Hello and welcome to week 13. Oh my gosh. Potentially. I've lost count. There's been so many. Of the Edinburgh Health and Wellbeing podcast. So many wonderful podcasts. Yeah. What a journey we've been on, even in these last sort of like few months. With, I know. Um, people doing 108 sun salutations and nutritionists yeah. and yogi people, Kate Cohen and yeah. Kate was one of the first people we in. Of yeah, 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 yeah. And she did the 108 sun salutations with us. Did she? Yeah. Oh, amazing. Um, and then obviously we spoke to Iona, adventuring mm-hmm. another Iona. Very confusing having two Ionas on one podcast. Um, and she is fab. So if you haven't listened to her yet, there's probably a few of you listening to this one if you haven't caught up yet. There's a couple yeah, of podcasts. There's definitely ones there. Go oh, back yeah. and listen. Mm. Tell us what you're liking as well. Definitely. Um, obviously we could not let the month of August go past in Edinburgh and not mention the dun 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 the Edinburgh Festival the Edinburgh Festival yeah so if any of you are in Edinburgh you'll already know what is going on but if you're not in Edinburgh it's essentially the population of Edinburgh goes times four or five it's it's nuts there's just people yeah. everywhere um, both of us like kind of love the festival but if you are a resident of the city you can kind of go one of two ways we're just saying a lot yeah. of people can get quite negative about it and be like oh there's people everywhere it's really busy it takes so long to get everywhere and you know it, cafes and buses and everything is it's just very very busy it's like it turns yeah. into london for the month of august yeah. expect to queue expect to take longer to get anywhere yeah expect you know random people to just be stopping and taking photos or asking you where the castle is with it behind them yeah in the background so you're like where's the castle or people taking pictures of everything i just love that's what i think i love most when you see a tourist in edinburgh is that all the things that we just walk past and don't even acknowledge we don't even remember that we're walking past this amazing castle or this historic close or you know statues and everything and they have got their cameras out and they are taking photos it's it's brilliant i know it's a reminder of this the amazing place we live Mm -hmm. it's so beautiful Mm -hmm. and yeah um so you've yeah. been in the festival already you started off at the very beginning and going out cause yeah silent disco in yeah because it was the first the first evening usually because there's lots of different festivals happening at the same time there's the fringe festival which is mainly comedy there's the international festival which is all sorts um like arts dance there's the book festival which i actually went to yesterday got some fab books and there's a lot of scottish authors there which is great and you can go and meet them and get your book signed and things like that there's um the what other festivals i'm missing out international festival the fringe festival book festival the little leaf festival the leaf there's festival. also one i think in berwick isn't there or yeah. something like but the berwick by the shore or the festival at the shore or something yeah. not the shore is in leaf but festival by the sea mm. it's basically it just goes festival crazy yeah which is a ad- festival onto the end of anything yeah which is amazing <laughs> and there's obviously um it's a lot i think it's a lot of um it can feel quite overwhelming sometimes mm. um and what we were just talking about is i think you have to slightly just embrace it and go mm. with it so if you're if you know walking down the street you're not gonna your five minute walk is not going to be five minutes it's going to be 15 because there's going to be a lot of people in your way and um and yeah Bring an umbrella. We've just we're yeah, sitting we're just here. Seeing the notes in the crazy rain that's yeah. going on. And it's interesting yeah. because obviously August should be technically probably everywhere in Europe one of the hottest months, but in Edinburgh for some reason it seems to just like to rain most of the month. We've yes. been lucky this year. 
I think we've been worse this year. I think oh, it's really? been so rainy. Mm. Like, I just think... rain constantly. Yeah. Like, thunderstorms. Oh, the thunderstorms have been... Showers. Yeah. Although there have been these beautiful breaks of sunshine. Yeah. So... You... I think you're in a cloud of love, Iona. You haven't noticed all the rain. What rain? What? Oh, what's that wet stuff? I know. The But I think the, it's been hotter... But yeah, yeah, definitely the rain's been coming, like and it, monsoonish. It, exactly, yeah, we've suddenly turned into Southeast Asian weather mm. all of a sudden. Monsoon mm. season in Scotland. <laughs> but what I would say is one little top tip while we're talking about the weather is if you are going to the festivals, go prepared. So if you wherever you're staying in in Edinburgh, is, you wear layers probably ideally and bring a rain jacket and or umbrella with you because it could look blazing sunshine and half an hour later you're yeah. in the middle of a storm. Um, there are a lot of places in the festival where you can chuck inside or get underneath an umbrella or, you know, there's a lot of like shaded kind of tent bits. But um, if you're not quite close there, you might just get very wet very quickly. Yeah. Um, and that goes for any Scottish holiday you're doing, actually, in general. Yeah. <laughs> in, the weather may tell you it's going to be 15, 16, 20, 25 degrees, whatever, all day with no rain, but it, it might probably mm. rain. <laughs> you need a backpack and you need yep. like things. You need layers that you can take on and off. Because you want to yeah. enjoy the sun when it is sunny. Absolutely. It's nowhere nicer than sort of Princess Street Gardens when it's lovely and sunny and you can sit and you just relax. Absolutely. So I always carry I always carry a blanket anyway because of yoga and I use it as a yoga prop. Yeah. But it's coming so handy when it's sunny and I'm in town and uh, we just go and sit in Prince Street Gardens on the blanket. Absolutely. It's like, picnic blanket, da-da-da. Amazing, Yoga I know. prop, picnic blanket. <laughs> and watch the, go and sit and just look at the castle and the big fountains yeah. and it's beautiful. Have yeah. a healthy lunch or something, like, even a coffee, just away from the traffic. The other day we actually did it and we sat on a bench on Prince's Street and it was the worst decision oh. because it was just so, like... It's like, oh yeah, this is why we don't sit on these benches. We we go. This is why we go in the gardens. Because yeah. it's so much nicer. Yeah, definitely. And sitting with all the buses and people and mm-hmm. people just coming past, staring at you and your sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, and on that note, in the festival, we were just talking about you can get kind of sucked right into it. So both of us don't really drink much alcohol in general mm. in life. Um, both of us have probably consciously and unconsciously made a bit of an effort to be healthy humans and obviously we know alcohol in large quantities isn't good for you so um as a general rule of thumb we've just been planning lots of challenges we're doing over the next couple of weeks and months um and thinking you know we'll do a vegan week a vegetarian week and both of us kind of decided we don't really need to do an alcohol free week because both of us don't drink much anyway however I have definitely overindulged for the last few weeks of the festival um and I'm not going to be strict with myself and say I'm not going to drink for the rest of August but I think I will be taking a little bit more of a conscious how does just... alcohol affect you do you get a hangover because you're quite fit and healthy I'd yeah. imagine it just bounces right through your system <laughs> I think it does actually sometimes it depends what I drink it was one of my friend's birthdays on Friday evening actually and um I think the dangerous thing that anyone can do, but especially for me, if I mix it up, so like usually all I'll drink is either gin and tonic or Prosecco. Those are the mm-hmm. two things that I like to drink and try and stay away from anything else because it usually makes me feel pretty rotten. Um, but I had shots, Sambuca uh, and Jägermeister. Uh, I know. And the combination, I did feel a bit ropey. Easy. So more, more, it was just a headache, 
stomach didn't feel quite settled. I wasn't ill or anything like sick or anything like that, but just didn't feel quite 100%. Yeah. But you're right. I think generally being quite fit and healthy, when I do drink, I don't feel that bad the next day yeah. unless I drink red wine. Red oh. wine, I think it's something to do with the tannins mm-hmm. or something in red wine that um, I do quite like it um, in small quantities. I only have a glass or two, but even that will give me a sore head the next day. That's crazy. Yeah. My sister drank red wine and cheese. Well, not didn't drink the cheese, but <laughs> just having a cheese <laughs> board and some red wine, and she went crazy. She actually mm. like actually had a flipping sort of like moment. Um, well, while like, she was well crazy in like in her antics and was like yeah, smashing yeah. up things and shouting and getting really sort of like agitated, and then she later found out that you shouldn't have mixed the two in that oh, particular but combination. But such a great combination. They taste yeah. good together. I know. I thought but... it was kind of hand in hand, but yeah, she'd heard through the grapevine that don't mm. eat maybe it was a particular type of cheese mm. with red wine because it can make you agitated and you know yeah it's your system well yeah dairy I, dairy yeah. yeah well dairy yeah. <laughs> i know <laughs> that should be another challenge actually definitely know, like a dairy free week absolutely we'll be doing that with vegan week anyway aren't we yeah uh-huh. Vegan week, what joy to be had yeah week. <laughs> one other little tip i'm going to say for the festival if you're right out and about if you either aren't from edinburgh or you want to do a little tour of the city i did the silent disco walking oh, tour it looks like so much fun. i've actually done it three times now not this year but um, do you do the same one then? no is that like a fringe thing for you do you go right this year when i'm going to do the fringe <laughs> these are the boxes i want to tick well so this year i I think last year was very organised and was like, right, there's certain shows I want to go to. And I think you sometimes do have to be quite organised because you can go in. I think if you get into the fringe zone, so in the kind of the centre of Edinburgh, mm. you just are overwhelmed with like, oh, there's a street um, performer there. And oh, there's someone playing the harp or there's something funny. And then you get handed flyers left, right and centre and you're trying to avoid tourists. And it's, it is like busy. And before you know mm. it, three hours have gone. And all you've done is wander around. Okay. So I think if you're so going to see a show, you s- yeah, exactly. I think sometimes you do need to book a show or book do you a thing. book those? Or anything that you like, you book the silent disco. So I book the silent disco, and I think if there's any big comedians that are famous, you need to book. So yeah. tomorrow evening, I'm going to see or tonight, one night this week, I'm going to see Ed Byrne. Oh, lovely. Um, because he will probably sell out. Yeah. Um, and then obviously bigger ones like Russell Howard and um, Daniel Sloss. There's certain people who will especially at the weekends, will yeah. sell out. So definitely I think you need to book if it's bigger stuff. But generally I think, apart from Saturday, Friday and Saturday nights, where I would definitely say if there's things you want to see, book. Yeah. But it's also quite fun to just go with the flow a little bit. Go, and yeah. and if someone says to you, oh, do you want to see the show? Here's some free tickets, which happens quite a lot. Yeah. Um, I think go for it because we were just talking about Michael McIntyre. I didn't realise mm. that he was a... He kind of got fringe picked up at the fringe. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you never know, like you might go and see the next big comedian or even just someone who is really, really funny that you yeah. might have never seen. I think that's always the theme of The Fringe when you go to the sort of like smaller venues, mm. you know, sort of less lesser known comedians and you think, God, they could be the next big thing. Yeah. They could be the next sort of Michael McIntyre mm. or Russell Howard. Because most of those comedians have kind of done their... Um, they're schooling at the festivals. Yeah. So nine times out of ten, you will, well, you will have stumbled upon them, but maybe mm-hmm. you've gone, no, I don't want that flyer. Um, that's another thing, I think, in the festivals, that you should always take the flyers, because these guys are doing mm. such a good job. Take the flyer, read it. You know, if you're going to, like, dispose of it later on, great, dispose of it, but safely. 
Um, recycle it. Recycle it. But take the flyers, read them, because these are the guys who are the next Michael McIntyre's. Mm. And these flyers don't come cheap. The, the Oof, handing, yeah. the kind of paying the people to hand them out, again, doesn't come cheap. We were talking earlier about how it costs a comedian to come to the festival oh, and, yeah. you know, how much it costs for their accommodation, how much to hire their venue, how much to then take a month out of life and do the fringe. Mm-hmm. So support these guys by taking their flyers and if you've got time, going and seeing them and, yeah. you know, cheering them on. And Because a comedian, I think somebody once told me that it takes 200 minutes of a joke to be performed before it's perfect. Oh, so, wow. so you need to then be able to... Um, you need to be able to read the crowd. First of all, you as a comedian, you write the joke. Yeah. You then perform it to the crowd and you see where your points are. Yeah. How do they? How does the crowd react yeah. to that joke? And from that reaction, you can then perfect your joke. So the more mm. times you perform it, the better it is that you know where your punchline is. Yeah. So going along and supporting these guys, you're helping them become the next Michael McIntyre. Help or them get funnier. The next, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Helping them become funnier or actually realising that they shouldn't be spending 10 grand you know, a year on going to the festival yeah. because they're not a natural comedian. Yeah. Um, that's it. And that's the thing about the free shows. I mean, you never know what you're going to get. I think it's good to embrace it and just go with it and yeah. go with no expectations because I've seen all sorts. You know, you yeah. see some that are absolutely amazing. You see some that you think, well, I couldn't yeah. could have done something else with that hour. But yeah. you're supporting these people who are really giving it a good go. So, um And the yeah. venues sometimes are the craziest venues. Yeah, yeah. oh, I had one in an attic or... You're in a tiny little room. Yeah. You're, you know, you're stuck in, the lights have gone out and you're not getting out of this room for a yeah. money for another hour. And you're kind of at the... Um, you're at the... At the mercy of those. At the mercy of yeah. the comedian <laughs> to actually... Um, yeah, that they're going to entertain you or are you going to sit through an yeah. hour of, oh my gosh, what did I do? What did I do? You know? Yeah. So that in itself is quite exciting and exhilarating. Yeah, definitely. And there's also, we keep talking about comedy, there's so much other stuff though. There's um, like the circus tent. At the moment there's actually a huge circus bit in the meadows. I need to uh, confess that I haven't actually even been to the festival yet. It's two weeks in, isn't <laughs> Two weeks it? in, yeah, yeah. And I haven't been to anything. <laughs> I haven't been to, I've looked at the flyer um, sorry, I've looked at this, the website a few times because it was Casey's birthday and we were going to take him to something in the festival. That became a bit of a tradition for us. And I looked and the people that he wanted to go and see, David O'Doherty, um, we couldn't get tickets because it was the weekend. Of yeah. course, he's mm-hmm. already booked. So that's the only thing I've really looked at. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Go ahead. With what I think you, if you, I think you can. You I can. don't know what's even out though. I didn't know there's a circus tent. <laughs> circus tent, yeah, that, in the meadows, which yeah. is really good. Because um, it's changed so much. We were talking about this earlier. Yeah. How it used to be the little, that used to have the cow, the upside down cow at Bristow Square. Mm-hmm. That's still there. Is it still there? It's not at Bristow it though. It's George Square now. See, it's moved. It's just, it's not far though. It's just around the corner. But, but it yeah. moved. It moved because they were regenerating um, Bristow Square. Yeah, would, and that's were... all been done up now, yeah. But they've not put the cow back there? No, I don't think there's space for it now because there used to be just a huge big empty space in Bristow Square, but now there's a bit of building there. Oh. So there's no space for a, oh. a big cow. Oh, I know. the fringe is gone. It's changed, oh, I know. the fringe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no way. But there's, so yeah, George Square. And George Square is kind of, we were out there the other day and I think that's quite at where the Edinburgh people go. So, like, if I go there, I bump into people who I've not seen in five years, who still live in Edinburgh, and I think that's really fun, but it can feel a little bit like, oh, wow, this is the village of Edinburgh has come together into one little spot. So, Um, where's George Square, then? George Square's... Could you go from the Bristow 
square yeah and you go through that kind of little yeah. walkway yeah. and you come to where the spiegel tent mm-hmm. used to be is, am i going in the right direction oh yeah so spiegel tent is george square yeah oh okay so i think i don't know if they still call it that every year they change the names and it's yeah. all very confusing because there's george square and george street which are very far apart and then yeah. there used to be two different spiegel tents one on george square and one on george street which they've now changed and then there's also the assembly which yeah, there used to be the assembly, assembly rooms and then there was the assembly like venues so and now the assembly's huge and there's like four different assembly areas um but what i would say is if you're if you're with people i would just try and find the actual name of the real square yeah. and the actual name of the real street because they rename things and like the union for Edinburgh University is the Pleasance, but then there's the Pleasance Dome, which yeah. is... Which is at, not in the Pleasance. Yeah. <laughs> if you've got, like, ten minutes and you thought, well, I've got here in plenty of time, and then you realise that, no, you have to run all the way across the TV to yeah. go to the Pleasance Dome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's confusing. It is confusing. It's um, confusing. It's like Edinburgh's a maze for the month of August. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's... The biggest tip you can have is just give yourself way more time, time. than you think if you're walking anywhere. Time. And it's actually probably still quickest to walk around Edinburgh during the fringe because if you're getting a taxi or buses are all right if you're coming out of town but into the centre of town. If you want to go across the centre, the quickest way is to walk it's because to walk. Yeah, buses, definitely. there's just so much traffic. It's really, really slow. Um, but yeah, the... And everything's quite close to each other, yeah. really. Oh, yeah, like, you, you could walk, walk Pleasant... And over to sort of TV yeah. through there and then go up via Royal Mile and mm-hmm. go down to the sort of George Street Assembly Rooms bit if you want wanted to. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, and get your steps in. Yeah, getting fit and healthy yeah. in the festival. Or do it on a silent disco a silent and disco start tour. somewhere and end somewhere. Yeah, I, could, I cannot recommend that enough. The silent disco tour is so I much fun. Um, and you just, if, if you're the type of person who thinks, oh, I don't want to dance around who in cares? public in the middle of the day. One, who cares? But also, having the headphones on, you just lose yeah. all the inhibitions. I don't know what it is. You... Um, because I went with a few people who I didn't think would be up for it and they just got straight in for it, got oh, right into yes. it and threw themselves in and it's, yeah, really fun. There's three different companies that do it. So, um, and I'm not biased to either um, any of them that I've done it with two of the different companies and they're all really fun. Um, do you, you can do it with friends or you can probably even do it by yourself and yeah. make friends when you get on the tour. Well, yeah, um, you're quite insular. Because yeah. I wanted to have a silent disco at our wedding. Mm-hmm. And Ross didn't want one. And I said, it'd be so cool that if people came in and, you know, for the first hour, it's a silent disco. And he went, but then nobody's talking to each other. Yeah. I said, yeah. And he went, and if they take the headphones off, it's all just silent. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, I get that. But still, it would be be so so fun. fun. (laughs) I know. But yeah. So so it is exactly the sort of thing you could do on your own because it is such an sort of insular thing. It's great to go with friends. But hey, if you want to go and make friends or... You know, none of your friends want to go out and mm-hmm. you just want to have a good time, then that'd definitely be a good definitely. thing to go and sort of do and participate in something. People yeah. watch, you know, get all the... Because the instructor talks to you, don't they? Yeah, the yeah. Leader, so and yeah. they, they kind of give you a tour, but it's a very much, there's a castle, okay, move along here, let's do a dance. But how many miles do you cover then in this sort of tour? Where do you start? Oh, you it's like two miles, okay. not far, in an hour. Okay. So you're walking quite slow, you're just doing a lot of booking. So the one I did... Um, the other day you start just off the Royal Mile and then walk up the Royal Mile a little bit. You come off down towards the train station at Waverley, okay. go through up onto Prince's Street, which is hilarious because there's people everywhere. Yeah. Um, and then up near the Scott Monument and then you walk through Prince Street Gardens. I can't remember where mine finished actually, probably in Prince Street Gardens. Yeah, so you don't go very far at all. Yeah. But um, 
but yeah, you do lots of steps because you're boogieing around the place. Yeah. So it's, it's really good fun. Um, and if you're looking for other recommendations, a few things I have seen, mm-hmm, which is what people probably want to hear about. Well, that's how uh, I would pick shows now because I would, like I said, I went to try and find tickets, but I was looking for a specific thing, and then I was just sort of looking for like I'm, you know, what I'd said earlier about finding the next Michael McIntyre, mm. going to the little shows, but I have not been anywhere near a leafleter, so yeah. I haven't picked up a leaflet. So the second sort of next best thing is a recommendation from a friend. Yeah, Da-da, absolutely. Da-da. One I I've got friends who've gone every year and it's the first year I've went called the News Review. Okay. Um all one word. And um it's really funny. So comedy, they they do they basically pick uh, current songs and rejig them with words. It's a little bit political okay. but very funny, like not in a doesn't make you go away and think oh we're all going to die it's yeah. but it's it's very it's very funny quite light-hearted but the singing is incredible and very quick witted just very very funny um, so, and I think it's almost family friendly you could probably anyone would go yeah. some it's probably some younger kids might not understand some of it yeah. but um yeah and it's on at six ten past six somewhere near george square area i've also been to see josh glank i'm pronouncing his name wrong but it's g-a-l G sorry G L A N C, um and he's American New Zealand Australian. Oh, so just quite is a he a little mixture? I might have just is made he that a mixture up. Or I think he's a mixture of Australian. No, I know he lives in Melbourne, but he lived in America, so he's got oh, okay. a, a bit of a mix okay. of an accent. But anyway, very funny. Similar idea of some dancing, some singing, some silly stuff. Um, but funny and once again not very well known. He's yeah. he's a smaller venue, um, and that was just off the Royal Mile. Um, and I can't remember what time. I think tea time again, like five or six o'clock. Um, I'm trying to think what else I've been to see. Um, I went to see a circus show, which his name has gone out of my head. The Grey Raiders, I think it was called. And that was very arty. A little bit... Um, I don't really understand fully what happened in it, but it was really impressive okay. art stuff. Mm. Um, and I think they were Danish, uh, a Danish oh, cool. circus group. Um, so that's just a few that I've seen. Um, so those are some recommendations. David O'Doherty I've seen before, and yeah, he's very funny. Um, but I think once again, any of those big names that you've seen on, you know, Mock the Week yeah. or any of these kind of places, you just if you're going at the weekend, book it a few days yeah. in advance if you can. Um, but during the week, you can get stuff for these for sure. It's a half price hut I noticed. Yes. On the Prince Street Gardens, which I think is new. I have never noticed it before. Mm, I think they just moved it. They used okay. to have it on the Royal was it Mile. On the, okay. Yeah. Okay, so I, I didn't know that, but I was like, oh, this is good. And it was busy and it gave other sort of um, comedians a bit of a opportunity to stand yeah. there and try and get people to go to their shows, Definitely. which I thought was really cool. And I think they can recommend as well. So if you go, if you're buying tickets straight directly from the fringe offices, they can't recommend to you because they have to be unbiased. Okay. But if you go to either the venue, so like an assembly venue or yeah. an Udderbelly venue, they can recommend They'll you one. they say who's really good. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the Virgin Half Price Hut, they can recommend you. And also, I think ideally you need to go there before lunchtime. Um, and I think they're actually, if you use the Fringe app, you can buy them online as well. Obviously, yeah. you can't get recommendations. So if you want, if you don't know what you're going to see and you want recommendations, you can actually just go to the hut that Carly was just talking about on Princess Street and they are selling two-for-one tickets mm. for whatever they're picking for that day. And so I think, I don't know how many you have, like maybe a hundred different tickets per day. So it's kind of first come, first serve. Um, those are really good. What I also do every year is become a friend of the Fringe. Okay. So I've paid £35. Um, and the Fringe is actually a charity, so you're, that £35, as much as I think it's a very little amount of money to be giving to a charity, 
um, you are, that money is going towards the keeping the fringe going yeah. but they for exchange they give you um, two for one on a lot of tickets okay. so not once again it's not the big names but like yeah. two for one on most things so but you can only do it by two tickets so it's not like I could go with eight friends and yeah, buy and four buy, yeah. um, it just means you can get two for one so you can bring a friend that's really cool um, it's really cool and it, you can do different tiers of it so and it's unlimited I guess that is that so, only on ten shows so you can only buy I think there's different tiers so because I did the okay. £35 one you can buy twenty shows for two two for one, Still but which is a lot. Which You've I don't saved think I'm gonna. Your money. Yeah, and I after three and shows I'd the, saved. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can buy a bit more, so you could pay seventy pounds and get two for one on fifty shows, oh, or wow. and then obviously there's people who can become a friend's angel and you pay like two two grand and you get like free tickets oh and you gosh. get like so there's there are ways that you can see. Or you can become a reviewer and get yeah. free tickets. Oh yeah, absolutely. And that's what I did for a long time. Oh amazing! How so I had with that. So my kind of festival experience is, let me think, because I've I've done quite a, diff- a few different little things. So. I've assistant produced a podcast and we had all every single comedian in the festival coming on the show. Wow. And um we were in the um where were we? We were in the Udderbelly. Oh, cool. So it, after I did that for my first kind of experience of the fridge fringe was doing that. Wow. So and I did that for a few years, two years, and then I did something called Ed Twinge, which was a Twitter app that took the sentiment of people tweeting about the festival so it was an award that 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 was the first year I did the fringe it was it was from coming from the digital marketing um, job I was doing and the people there had this amazing algorithm that took the sentiment of the tweets and decided Mm. who was actually the best performer in the fringe so that person we had hilarity on a Saturday morning molding a um, big fist award <laughs> somebody actually like imprinting their um plaster plaster of paris imprinting their fist to become the fister award so that was my first <laughs> sort of thing and then oh, um so that was you know involved in conjunction with a podcast and then the next year i was hired by that podcast to assistant produce ah. so that was my experience and then the next year i reviewed so i was reviewing shows comedy mm-hmm. shows and then the year after that i put on my own show at the um in the festival and wow. that was a similar thing recording it's all it's still still on youtube the hungover sofa you can go <laughs> and find it and we recorded oh, i live. remember you telling me about this yeah yeah mm-hmm. it's all on youtube you can um so it was recorded live every day in um in st andrew's square when they had a st andrew's square festival i don't know if that's even there there's nothing in st andrew's square at the moment uh-huh um well it was a bit of a sh- I always thought that was, I think, in conjunction with the assembly rooms. Yeah. And then there was always this kind of, oh, it takes away from Bristow Square. Because there's all this kind of inner etiquette yeah. when you're in the kind of production side of the fringe. Ah. That, that takes people, it takes the footfall away from Bristow Square. So the shows got less busy over in that area because people were coming into town and staying in town rather than Yeah, walking, and that's really close to Waverley Station as well. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so, yeah. And then I... God, I think I think I just knew people, so I got uh, you know access all areas pass and so was able you know. to just yeah not queue. And then the year I went as a regular person was like, what? There's queues in the fringe? What is this? What? I have to pay for tickets? This is so strange. Um, so yeah, I think you need to just kind of like you said, like embrace it mm-hmm. or avoid it. Yeah, you're either camp. I think. Yeah. 
Um, and yeah, I think I've gone into the embrace camp this year. Yeah. And I have had a few days where um, I've just got out of Edinburgh for a couple of days, which I think if you're here for the whole month, and because I live right into the centre of town, it is even like I'm West End Haymarket train station is way busier than usual. Mm. Um, so yeah, you just have to go with the flow. But if yeah. you need a wee bre- breather from it, so many lovely places around Edinburgh you can just Yay. escape to for a little bit, even for a little half day. Um, and yeah, what I am trying to do personally, because I'm getting into keep doing my exercise, trying to still sleep lots, mm. um, going, yeah, going to try regular yoga classes, trying to keep up the gym, and in between, you know, having these nights out and whatever, eat well. Like yeah. today, I've just brought my smoothie along while we're doing this, um, and trying to eat as many vegetables as I can, and because you could eat, you could, you could very easily spend a month drinking lots and eating yeah. basically fast and food out do. of trucks. I mean, yeah. definitely when I was um working on the doing the, the assistant producing sort of side of things you've got a different dynamic with the comedians and yeah. the diet that people were on for the whole of this I mean they come up for a month performers wow. and they stay somewhere and everyone like that week three would get fringe flu oh yeah so they were just sick and they would stop going out the first week everyone would be out all night till five in the morning yeah. and then like getting up and doing your show at six and you know all hanging around all the sort of uh, the sort of VIP areas which were great fun mm-hmm. you saw a completely different side of it but then you noticed that the kind of bad diet lots of drinking had an effect yeah, and definitely. by the sort of fourth week everyone was sort of just crying and like I'm never doing this again and <laughs> what is life who am I and you'd sort of like see people like almost having these sort of like semi breakdowns yep. because it's just too much it's very intense your body needs very very intense it needs uh needs to be nourished you need to prep as well i think where you have a good diet and you mm-hmm. have a, you know generally very healthy lifestyle something like the fringe like i said alcohol i could imagine would just bounce off of you because yeah. you don't you know you don't have uh you don't do that even on a monthly basis yeah so your body's like yeah i can handle this but if you do then extra consumption of bad food and yeah. alcohol is really going to knock your system definitely 100% so prep prep all year long prep all year <laughs> long yeah. it's basically the <laughs> so that's what we're starting our challenges in september so it's basically prepping you for next year yeah yeah fringe. but that's true that's that comes around absolutely and do you know what i think that that can be a lesson for it's the same thing with Christmas because it's. I feel like the fringe is almost like Christmas time. People just yeah, go all overboard. Sense. Lots of more drinking, more partying, more going out, less sleep, yeah. and lots lots of fun, which is a, yeah. a, so great for your health and soul. But you know, um, I think that's so true. And Christmas as well. People go, you know, take Christmas as the entire month of December, a bit of January, and go. Yeah. But if you are pretty generally healthy, keep some of those good habits up during yeah. that time, yeah. like start in August and create good habits that then Christmas won't wipe you out and then you won't think half of January uh oh and you'll enjoy it because you're not spending time feeling guilty absolutely or feeling like sluggish and horrible which is the worst thing for your mental health is to have any sort of guilt around food or you know having alcohol or what you might have said and Mm -hmm. sort of of having the fear keeping that (laughs) yeah the fear is awful it's brought down many a good person (laughs) yeah oh my god you know and I think it's fair enough if you're drinking alcohol you're maybe acting a little bit different but that doesn't make it a bad thing yeah, you know, I know people who are the funniest people I've ever met when they've had a drink. Not to say that they're not funny when they're not drinking, but taking alcohol as for exactly what it is on face value, that mm. it, it can enhance uh, an environment. It can make it really funny. Yeah, build great experience with people, have some really funny memories, um, and just take it like that, and don't really worry about yeah what was sort of said and what was done, and definitely. 
keep keep safe out there, people. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I think that's all my tips for the fringe. Yeah, um, I think that's all mine too. I need to actually get into the fringe. I'm a little bit... Um, I've been sort of living my same sort of lifestyle of just sort of teaching and working and mumming and pug ownering. But <laughs> so, and, and obviously being a wife. Um, so I need to actually like just embrace the fringe a little bit more yeah now. like the last sort of week i all i know i've done that a few years where i've like done it in the last week and then gone oh why didn't i do this at the start of august yeah so um yeah when the kids were little we used to bundle them all up in the car and take them to um one of the hills and we'd watch all the fireworks oh amazing so that was always like a little tradition yeah um so maybe we'll do that this year and yeah get out to the pentlands or yeah, yeah it's you beautiful. can go along here at the braids. Yeah, it's that's lovely. Actually, one side note: if you don't know already, the fire, there's fireworks every single night for the whole of August. I didn't. I um, also didn't know it was every single night. Every single night, eleven o'clock. It's the tattoo. Um, yeah, but then yeah. on a Saturday, a Friday, and a Saturday, they have an extra long bit, so it's wow. like eleven and then a big bit at twelve. So I, mean, I used to live right next to the castle, oh, wow. and the first night I lost it. I was like, "What's going on? Out of bed!" Ah. Oh! And then I remembered, ah, oh, yes, it's the festival's fine. Because you just hear all that banging and think, whoa. Yeah, what? But um, what's happening? But, yeah, if you know what's going on, it's really exciting. Yeah. And then, obviously, every single night of that, I just looked out the window and could see the castle and the fireworks. And it's quite incredible, because if you forget, and then you're walking along, 11 o'clock starts, and you can just turn around and see fireworks from wherever you are. Yeah, and lovely. Such an amazing city. So, yeah, amazing. enjoy the Fringe if you're part of it. Um, mm. Hope some of these top tips have helped you. Yeah, and also enjoy it if you're not part of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And just enjoy listening to us talk about it. <laughs> Hopefully we've painted a beautiful picture for you. Um, and we're going to start some challenges over the next few weeks, so we'll keep you up to date on those. Follow us on our Instagram page, mm-hmm. um, and we will... We will yeah. get you involved and let with us know if there's anything that you would like to hear of or another thing I think quite important is nominate somebody you would you think would be a good person oh yeah definitely to, for us to interview um, we're pretty flexible on times and dates and locations so don't let anything sort of stop you we're not going to do an all expenses paid trip to Australia to interview mm-hmm. somebody That'd be fun, I mean, keep it local <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah keep it local yeah, but, um, yeah if there's somebody great. you want to recommend or even yourself recommend yourself we're all about you you know being shouting about your own personal stuff so Definitely. hit us up DM us let us know and we will make it happen yeah thanks so much for listening yeah we'll, and we'll see, see you next week next time yeah, yeah. bye bye